what a show we had for you. Ooh la la. By the way, uh, ooh la la. That's that's what French. Sure, we'll go, we'll go with la it. La. Sure. Mon I have no idea. Oh, you're looking so fantastic. Morning, Chopper to Sir Chloe. You sound like um, what's his name from Beauty and the Beast. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, 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 candle the, guy, Luminier. Yes. Luminier. Luminier. Yes, that's him. Well, that's the way we're going to start this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's Obi in here with Morning Show producer Chloe. We've got Ashley, who is on her way now to Nashville for a big country music um, seminar, basically. It's a big, kind of like a festival type of conference thing that she gets to be a part of. Uh, but with that, we had a show for you that was pretty hefty, man. First of all, on the heavy end, we had NASCAR's racer Ryan Newman, who got into an accident right here in our backyard of the International Speedway at the Daytona 500. And so, of course, we're keeping you up to date on that. And then at 824, we talked about and heard from you your opinions on accepting free drinks from strangers. See, now this is going to be interesting because I put my wife on the phone and then Chloe here, who's 23 and single, just different opinions. And you're going to hear them all on this podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Woo-wee. Okay, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a packed Tuesday. Uh, first of all, I've got today's national anthem, and I've also got uh, just a little shout out that I'm gonna give a little bit later on, uh, just for something that I did that was wrong. But I realized that Uh-oh. I was doing something wrong, and I realized how to write it, and so now I would like to share that with everybody. Well, that's very mature of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I'll do that with the uh, I'll do that with the national anthem, and it's gonna be to people who. Tail other people. Tailgate? You know, yeah, you know when you're driving, you know how like somebody's on your tail and you're like, yeah. hey, what the, do I need to pump the brakes? Yeah, brake check them. Yeah, so <laughs> that will be for the national anthem that we'll do uh, right here at 6 o'clock as we break into the show. Uh, but for the meantime, it's going to be a fantastic one. We've still got your Thomas Rhett tickets. If you were just joining us because you were off yesterday for President's Day, uh, first of all, welcome back to the work week. Welcome back. And secondly, yeah, we announced the show yesterday with Thomas Rhett, who right now is on fire. I mean, the man right now, somebody compared him to the Justin Timberlake of country music. And I I, I love that comparison because he is that hip, that and he's on likeable. fire. People, people like him. And we've got your tickets to see him. <laughs> we do. And also, too, like, I know the second date update today at 8.15 is going to spark some uh, some talks that I actually had to call Matt this morning to get his opinion on something. So I think we're going to hear from your wife, Erica, on, on this topic. And then also Matt and his opinion. So just know it has to do with relationships. Okay. It's going to be a packed show from the moment we start right now to the moment that we end at 10. Let's do it. You ready? Ready. This is your national anthem with Obi and Ashley on K92.3. All right. So I started off the morning uh, today at 540 saying that this national anthem was going to be a little unique. I yeah, experienced... now, now you have me really curious. Yeah, so I experienced something on the way in where, you know, when we're driving into the station, it's it's every bit of 4 a.m. There's all sorts of people on the roads, you know, all sorts of unique individuals that are walking the roads and crossing the streets. I mean, <laughs> yeah. all just you name it. And today, somebody like pulled out in front of me, you know, and it's dark outside. Somebody pulled out in front of me and immediately, what did I do? I was like, ooh, ooh. Ooh, I'm gonna teach them a lesson. Oh, heck no! I'm gonna get right on their ass, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be right there, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, you how don't dare mess with- you?" Yeah. And as I did that, and as I created this posture of like, "Let me show this person, let me teach them a lesson," I stopped and I said, "You know what? Why? Why? I'm just gonna make this person's day even even more upsetting than it is for them. What if they dropped their phone in the car and they just weren't paying attention?" Uh, what if they, too, are having a bad morning? Or they're just a jerk and you should have honked. 
Ashley, <laughs> listen. All, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that you have the opportunity in every single one of these circumstances. Yes, I could have pulled up next to him and given him the old oh, fly, gosh, flying no. finger. No, no, no. That, you know? that scares me. I hate when, like, because Matt will do that. He won't flick anyone off like that, but he he gets a little ticked if somebody does that to him, pulls out in front of him. And I'm like, okay, don't. Because you don't know nowadays. People have guns. They're sure. crazy. Sure. People are crazier than you. Hey, you know what? You need to always assume that, that whoever's in that vehicle is crazier than you are. That's <laughs> a good, uh, good point. But, but I don't know why why it's the mentality that whenever somebody pulls an offense on us on the roads, we look at that vehicle and we're like, enemy. Totally. You. Like, if I had missile launchers on this vehicle. <laughs> so I, I just want to put this out there that I, I, I changed my pace and I felt better about it after I did it. Okay? Well, that's good. Yeah. So if I could just throw that out there today to you, the one who decides to take the better road, even though they're the crappier person. <laughs> <laughs> to you from Obi and Ashley, the national anthem. Oh, so can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars. Toby and Ashley. And uh, imagine paying money to go to a funeral. The reason why I say that is because Kobe Bryant has a memorial service that they're going to be throwing for him at the Staples Center. Yes, which um, is massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, they're charging for mourners. I love the way that they put that, mourners. Anybody who's mourning Kobe Bryant's death can spend anywhere from 24 bucks. To $224 to be there at the Staples Center. What, what is this? So it's they're saying it's on the 24th. So last night, week. people had to like pre-register for these tickets. So yeah, a lot of fans are just saying that, that it's just kind of controversial right now because some fans are saying, you know, Kobe wouldn't want this to, for fans to have to sure. pay for it. But it's not even like just the fan event. It's the whole memorial service where his family will be there. His friends will be there. It's just one of those weird things that when you're a celebrity and, like, there's a major death like this and, you know, take out who he is. It's just also, I mean, 
because of who he is. It's so massive that so many people want to go, even if they weren't like a Lakers or a basketball fan at all. But a lot of people just want to go like witness these things. Sure. Well, and you know, it's funny because I try to put myself in in both seats. So there's a a portion of me that's like, come on, everybody, this should be open to everybody. And then there's the other side of me that says, well, wait a minute. You open the Staples Center to everybody. There has to be somebody who, A, helps secure that place. Yeah. So there's a security team. Yeah. You know, people who, who who get you to your seats, people who help clean up the place after it's done, the people who put on the entertainment. So, I mean, there is a price that's going to be paid. Well, and I was reading, so I was looking all into this because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is kind of crazy. Like, people spend that kind of money to go to, you know, it's sad, but people had to register. And then tonight... Whether or not they got a ticket and are verified, they'll be emailed, so they'll get the whole thing. I will say, however, the the ticket proceeds, obviously, like, it's kind of a gimme. Like, if you're going to do that, they got to go to a good cause, and it is going to his uh, youth sports charity. Which is like the Mamba Foundation. Well, you've got two of them. So you've got the Mamba and you've got the Mambasita yeah. sports program. Yep. Which, by the way, I didn't know that that foundation existed for his daughter, which I think is, I think it's beautiful because, yes... Will someone have to spend this 24 bucks or $224, regardless of how bougie you want to be, that money right. is going to go to future kids and future kids getting fired up by Kobe. Yeah. So, it, is, uh, it is crazy, though. Just the overall thought. We're in here like, oh, my gosh, could you imagine paying to go to someone's funeral? Like, that's kind of a morbid thought. Yeah, it is. But you better believe there's going to be some great entertainment there and you probably get some free How swag. much would you charge for your free funeral, Obi? Mine? Yeah. I'll be lucky if my family shows up. <laughs> K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. Love Thomas Rhett, and we are hooking you up with tickets to see him in Tampa with that show that's coming in June at 710 all week in the O-Town Showdown. Um, but I do love him and his wife Lauren's relationship. And, you know, of course, we could all be like, oh, yeah, everything's so great on Instagram and social media, and everybody always looks so happy. Nobody posts the real stuff. Well... The cool thing about them is I do kind of feel like they they do. You know, she's not always done up with her makeup done and taking perfect photos. They share a lot with their uh, kids. But Thomas says it's also the way he and his wife support each other that he thinks is so important. In any relationship, when your spouse is passionate about something, you feel that differently. You know what I mean? And you want to do everything in your complete power to make sure that that passion comes to fruition. Even though she's not in the music business, she kind of is in a way. And even though I'm not in the love one business or the philanthropic business, I am in a way. That's true because you're like supporting, you know, their world and everything that they are. And and she's part of this love one, which is philanthropy and in Haiti and everything and doing things over there. So, yeah, you become one when you're in a relationship. So, love hearing that from Thomas. Now, switching gears here really quick, just because last night was very scary, NASCAR fan or not, a lot of people on social media uh, were waiting for updates on the driver, Ryan Newman, because on the last lap of the Daytona 500 last night, it was a really bad crash, and a lot of NASCAR fans initially were like, oh, you know, well, crashes happen all the time. It didn't look that bad, but then you could tell, like, I, I guess from the way the commentators were responding, and then people on the scene were responding. Everybody kind of got this weird, very somber feeling. Yeah. And so it was just a bad feeling. Nobody knew what condition Ryan Newman was in. And then last night, the representative came. It was like after 10 p.m. last night, they gave us this update. Ryan Newman is being treated at Halifax Medical Center. He's in serious condition, but doctors have indicated his injuries are non-life-threatening. 
Wow, and you know what? Yeah. We're, we're grateful that our Central Floridians here who do man those posts uh, there at the International Speedway that rushed to his attention. Seriously. And Halifax, everybody who works at that hospital, just mm-hmm. thank you so much for being so sharp. Well, and if you saw the video, too, you, it's up on the K92.3 Facebook page. And like I said, NASCAR fan or not, some people that are huge NASCAR fans that saw Dale Earnhardt Sr. when he wrecked, and that was the, the wreck that took his life, yeah. some people are saying that it reminded them of that wreck so wow. it was it was pretty bad so the fact that he has non-life threatening injuries pretty incredible um but you can see that up on our facebook page right now and also get ready we're right around the corner from 710 those thomas Rhett tickets in tampa we're hooking you up it's time, time for the o-town showdown all right good morning to both of you good morning hello Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so it looks like we've got Brenda over in Deland. Absolutely. All right, good to be talking to you. Hey, hey. Going up against Stephanie over in Clermont. Hi. Yeah, you're right there next to me in Winter Garden. Okay, so that's a that's a good span from Clermont to Deland. Yeah. This is what the O-Town Showdown is all about, where Ashley here, she has got three questions for you, and the questions are not that hard because nope. it's not who's the smartest. It's going to be who's the quickest Phew. using their sound and having the right answer. That's how you win the showdown, all right? All right. Cool. I, you know what? I didn't even give you ladies a chance to say good morning to each other. Good morning. Good morning. All right. <laughs> so let's get those buzzer sounds. This will be the sound that you make when you think you've got the right answer to Ashley's questions. So, Brenda, over in Deland, what's going to be your sound when you think you're right? Bam. 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 <laughs> Stephanie, what's going to be your sound when you think you're right? Beep. Beep. Okay, so listen, the both of you guys chose uh, sounds that start with a B, so I'm going to need for you guys to come with it when you think you're right, all right? All right. All right, let's get it going with the O-Town. Showdown. Question number one. Since you are playing for Thomas Rhett tickets, super exciting, he just had his third child. Was it a boy or girl? Bam. Okay, what you got, Brenda? Girl. Yes. Yes. He's the father of three of them. All right, so Deland's got one in there, which means Clermont needs at least one to stay in the game. Question number two. What is the name of the vehicle Scooby-Doo and his friends travel in? Bam. Oh, what you got, Brenda? The mystery machine? Yeah. Whoa, ho, ho, ho. Nice. <laughs> nice work there. Brenda, that's two in a row. That's all you need to be the winner of the O-Town Showdown. So exciting. You're getting tickets to see Thomas in Tampa. This is some of the first tickets, and you already got them, okay? That is so awesome. Heck yeah. Now, Stephanie, come on in here. This is our favorite part because we get that air hug. Bring so it in. Come here, Steph. Okay. Come on. Stephanie, we got a lot of love for you. Brenda, thank you again for participating in another edition of... The O Town Showdown! Woo! 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 Thank you. K923. Do the right thing! Do the right thing! Obi and Ashley in the morning. Ooh, so important that with this platform, when we're talking to 300,000 people at one point, these stories, they can help initiate you doing the right thing. Well, this is so interesting. So bringing you here to North Georgia, Bartow, Bartow County, five-year-old Noah not only saved himself, but saved his two-year-old sister, the family dog, ran over to the other part of the house where his uncle was when a fire broke out. And his mom was saying, you know, 
that you don't know when you're talking to your kids and you're trying to teach them lessons and you're trying to say, this is what you do in this situation. Here's the family fire plan. She said she didn't know that he was listening all that time. You know, you think your kids just want to go off and run and play. But Noah, just this little hero. And of course, at five years old, you know, he's getting honored as a hero for getting his family out of the burning house. And he went to the window, carried his two-year-old sister and paid attention to the fire family plan. And this is uh, part of the news report that ran. Because I saved my sister from the fire. How did you get your sister out? I picked her up. You picked her up? <laughs> and carried her out the window? Yeah. Wow. And I this picked is, her up. So this is all from Grandma dropping little seeds in that five-year-old's head saying, Hey, you ever see smoke? Yeah. Go towards a window. The little five-year-old remembered that. Do you want to know that, like, we're sitting in here as as adults in this studio, and we're like, um, <clears throat> do we know what to do when, yeah, when we see smoke in our plan? house? Yeah, we don't have a fire plan. Me and my kids don't have a fire plan. And they're on a different story than me and my wife. So, I, I, ooh. Makes this, you this think, story, right? It does. Well, this little Noah, what a hero. He uh, got some fire, fire PJs from the local fire department there, the Bartow County Far, uh, Fire Department in Georgia. So, really, really nice. cute. Of course, he was more worried and, and more interested in seeing the inside of the fire trucks. He has no idea that he's being hailed a hero. But Innocence of a five-year-old. Exactly. There you go. Little Noah in North Georgia. That's doing the right thing. Obie and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. This weekend, we kind of lent our backyard to Daytona International Speedway's Daytona 500, right? Speed yeah. Week. And um, that even got postponed on Sunday, where yesterday was the finish of that race, and there was a nasty accident. And I know that a lot of times, uh, Ashley, you said this earlier on the show, where, you know, when we watch NASCAR races, you know, crashes, they happen. Uh, it's very rare, though, that you get some of these crashes that get the whole industry and everybody around you being like, ugh. Yeah. Well, what's so interesting is so Sunday I was out there, but then when it got po- postponed to tomorrow, I obviously had to come back to work yesterday. And Matt, my husband, works from home and he kind of was like, you know, na- he loves NASCAR. So he stayed yesterday and, and went to the race. And what's interesting about this crash is is what you're saying is I knew he was on his way home and I'm like, oh, did you see the crash? And Matt on his way home didn't even know how serious it, it was. People that were at the Daytona 500 didn't know how serious it was. I mean, Denny Hamlin, who won the Daytona 500 um, and his owner, the owner of his car, Joe Gibbs, they ended up feeling like they had to issue an apology for celebrating because they didn't know how bad Ryan Newman's injuries were. And... Honestly, last night at the time, it was it was really scary. And people didn't know what his condition was. They didn't know if he was even alive. Right. Well, this was from Halifax Health. Ryan Newman is being treated at Halifax Medical Center. He's in serious condition, but doctors have indicated his injuries are non-life-threatening. But at this time, our thoughts are with Ryan and his family. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So that was right after 10 o'clock last night. And um, I was on our K92.3 Facebook page and everybody was waiting for an update. We were all just waiting, like refreshing our browsers, waiting for something to happen, to be online, to be on TV. Um, But like, you know, thank God those aren't life threatening. Did you see if you look at the video and I don't even know NASCAR that well, like literally, I've just been watching for a little bit. And when you see him get hit and that driver's side, too, and you can tell people were saying you can tell by the interviews and by the commentators at the Daytona 500, like, their tone after the race. It wasn't celebratory, like, oh, Denny Hamlin won. It was all like, oh, my God, is Ryan Newman going to be okay? Yeah, well, and um, I do want to say this because 
we tried to contact Halifax Medical, and uh, you know, of course, there's only so much information that they can share, and we <laughs> which is like nothing. Well, and we did it in, in good hopes to just at least you know thank them for responding so quickly. You know, we're we're so lucky that we've got such talented individuals here in Central Florida that they went to work right away. Oh, I mean, but I can't even imagine. Let me throw this your way, Ash, because. I believe he was involved in an accident back in 2003. Yeah, that's what they were saying. If you are the wife of somebody who does this for a living, at what point do you say, okay, babe, like, I I know that you like to go fast, but you also flip, too, I and I, I can't I can't handle it. Well, I, I mean, and that's, unfortunately, though, like, that's life. Like, think about it, like, you know, military spouses, they do the same thing every single day. They're putting their life in harm's way, but hi, these race hi. car drivers, I actually saw uh, Samantha Bush She's married to one of the Bush drivers, to Kyle Bush, and she posted uh, a picture last night after it all happened saying that it makes her, it like crushes her every time because NASCAR fans, a lot of times they'll root for the big one, quote unquote, the big one, which is the big crash that happens. And it's not to hope for someone to get hurt. It's just because it, it's always expected in these NASCAR races. And she said it just breaks her heart when she hears people ask for the big one. And so like they know that it comes along with it and it is is sad. I, I, I hate that that's the way we humans find something exhilarating, but it goes back to the beginning of time. I mean, listen, you had gladiators that would fight each other and, and people would would Ugh. would roar right. when the lion won against the gladiator. Yeah, but you know? I mean, these spouses, though, these wives, and, and they got kids, and, and Ryan Newman, you know what's crazy is Ryan Newman had just posted something like three or four days ago that him and his wife were separating after 16 years and they were going to raise their daughters amicably. So you just, it just goes, Hi-yay. all these things go in your mind like oh my gosh well was she at least there does he have was she there then or the, would the little girl see it happen so um, yeah all those things are going through your mind well lots of love positivity prayers wherever it is that you focus your energy man uh, ryan newman and uh, his family still here in town you know that for sure yeah they did say and if you're just joining us they did say critical condition but non-life-threatening injuries that's good news k92 three two people one date zero texts returned obi and ashley's eight 15 second date update. We're talking to Ryan out of Apopka. Ryan, if you don't mind, man, let's get right into your story. Yeah, sure. So uh, what happened was I went on a date, but uh, unfortunately she didn't call me back now. We had a lot of fun. We sort of bar hopped around. It was a really fun date. She was laughing. Hey, Ryan, 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 I want to ask you this, and I don't want to be insensitive, but what if she's just not into you, bro? We hear that a lot on these second dates. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's two problems I have with that. One, it seems like she was. Second of all, even if you're not into somebody, I do have a problem with just ghosting. All right? It seems like, like girls will complain about this all day and night about a guy ghosting them and stuff like that. And then they turn around and do the same thing. Oh. It sucks because it's like, you know, we've got to be all tough and, like, manly on the outside and whatnot. But we have feelings, too, you know? Aww. We hate getting ghosted just as much as they do. Well, Ryan, we appreciate you giving us Courtney's information so this way we can try to contact her now and get the both of you talking, okay? Great. Cool, man. Thanks for your patience. Hello? Uh, Courtney? Courtney, please? Yeah, this is her. Courtney, good morning. My name is Obi, and that's Ashley. Good morning. So you've got two of us on the line right now, and we're talking to you on behalf of the station, K92.3. So we're morning show hosts. I'm on right now. Yes. So we're on the legendary station, K92.3, and we do the morning show. Hello? Uh, like, people, can hear, people can hear me right now. 
Well, the reason why we're calling you, yeah, this is all positive, and the reason why we're calling you is because you went on a date with a guy that we're trying to set you up with again. What? Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Who? Uh, his, <laughs> his name is Ryan. We talked to him this morning. So he's just trying to find out why you're not getting back to him. His feelings were kind of hurt. Okay, well, I'm not going to go back to him because I don't want to go on another date with him. Right, which, listen, I completely understand, but we are just trying to help him out. Did he do something that turned you off? Uh, okay, um, well, basically what happened was we just went bar hopping around town, and he had this idea that he would propose in front of this bar so that we could get free drinks, and then... I was like, okay, that's a fun story to tell, like, that's fun, fun adventure or whatever. And then did it, and then it was, like, super funny, and, like, every single bar that we hopped at, he was like, I'm going to propose again, I'm going to propose again. And I'm like, okay, because... Wait, wait, he was going to, he was proposing to you with a ring, with one of your rings, like, as a joke? Yeah, like, as, like, a, like, a bit that he would do, and then people would give us free drinks. How many, how many drinks did y'all get that night? I mean, like, a couple at each, because we kept hopping around. And and he did it at, and he did it at each place? Yeah, and it became the whole date was just this thing that we were doing, and, and then all these poor people were just, like, oh, congratulations, you got proposed, oh, that's so awesome, tell me about how you met, like, how did you know you fell in love, how did you know he was the one? (laughs) Wait, so, Courtney, I'm just picturing this in my head as you're saying this stuff. He was so consumed with this prank that he, he, like, wasn't paying attention to anything else and was just in it for the free drinks, I feel like. Aww. Okay, so then why don't we do this? Because we definitely are for the both of you getting back together. And we've got Ryan, who can actually speak for himself, on the line. Ryan. Hey. Um, first of all, hi, Courtney. Second of all, um, you were having a lot of fun the first couple of times I did that, right? What the hell? Why, why are you doing this? I didn't know he was on the line. Well, well again, we're just trying to get you two back together again. I'm sorry. Well, I really enjoyed the time. We- right when you called me, that's... That's super uncomfortable. Gordy, I just want to say I really had enjoyed the time we spent together, and then you were ghosting me, so I thought this would be a good idea to get in touch with you again. Well, I did enjoy the first one, but I didn't enjoy, like, the millionth one, millionth and one one. Yeah, I guess my thing is, Ryan, why'd you keep doing it? Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? I figured if it worked once, and we could have a whole night of doing that, and we'd basically have a night out for free. Well, it just sounds like... Because then we'd have the... I don't know, Courtney, like, if he wouldn't have been doing that, would you have enjoyed it? I just feel like, I feel like if someone can't tell that I'm, like, visibly uncomfortable, then they're not just, they're not in touch with other people. Okay, well, look, I mean, yeah, okay, there's one way to fix that, so if you'd like to, let's go out again, and I will pay for the whole thing this time. No, like, low-key, we won't, like, we'll go out to a nice dinner, we'll just talk the whole time. Well, I already gave you your chance, (laughs) so I wasted all of that time with you. Is just says enough. I don't need. I don't need any more time to realize that. Oh wow! Well, it was a first date, like I said. I mean, it's. Hey, well, I don't want to like dump well, all that stuff on you. For well, a date, Ryan, you know? it, it's all good, man. She said what she said, and we're just glad that you guys uh, could talk and figure this all out. Okay. Okay. Can I hang out now? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Home of Obie and Ashley's 815 second date update. Can we open up a chime time here really quickly. We had that second date update. Uh, Ryan and Courtney. Ryan, probably not the smartest thing to continue doing the fake proposal for free drinks. Right, yeah. 
But can we talk about getting free drinks when somebody buys you a drink? Okay, so here we have an interesting dynamic in the studio where I've been married now for 13 years. Ashley just got married. Chloe, not married, our morning show producer here. And morning show producer Chloe, if, if a guy buys you a drink, do you accept it? Absolutely. One, it's a free drink, and two, I'm super personable, so I'm like, oh, meet a nice person. Like, and she's also very single. Yeah, I'm very single. No boyfriend, okay. no relationship, so works for me. Okay. I said the dynamic in here is interesting. Now, Ashley is a couple of days freshly married. Yeah. And if somebody bought you a drink from across the bar and said, hey, send this to that cute blonde over there, would you accept it? So, I would definitely feel uncomfortable accepting it. And honestly, when we when you first threw this my way... My first reaction was, well, you know, sure. Because in my head, I'm like, well, what's, it's harmless. And, and my husband trusts me. I'm not doing anything. But I asked him how he would feel about it. And it would be the same way I would feel if a girl sent him a drink. Why? Why is that person sending you that drink? <laughs> what because are the motives? Exactly. The intent there yeah. is, is coming differently from that person and he's like and you can buy your own drink okay. which is so true so I I know you know like if you're in a relationship so let's throw this out let's let's throw this out there to you okay because we we, we may just be feeling a certain way 844-254-9232 but if somebody buys you a drink and you're in a relationship do you accept it okay Ugh. to me I'm sorry you accept that drink you're giving hope to that individual but who sent it. You have to look at it too. Like I just feel bad on there, and you know, there it takes it takes serious courage to go up to someone and like offer them a drink or buy them a nah, drink nah, or a liquid. It takes, liquid. It takes liquid it takes courage. Six, I know, but then you're gonna be like, mm, and you no, send a sorry, don't want to do a drink. I don't know. It's just so, so awkward. Yeah, but you're single. You're Chloe's single. When she's in a really, I guarantee your perspective will change. I don't know because you wouldn't appreciate a girl sending your your husband or boyfriend a. A drink, no, because right. the point is, is they're probably being flirt, trying to flirt in of a way. Of course, you know, it's not just like here's a drink because you're hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or maybe it is. <laughs> All right, what do you think? It's chime time. <laughs> Ooh, we got ourselves a good chime time here. This okay? is a fun one. So this is based off of the second date update, kind of, sort of, because Ryan and Courtney went out on a date. Ryan thought it would be crafty if, uh, in front of individuals, they said that they had just gotten married, thus gaining them free drinks. Yeah. And she's right? like, she's like, what? Don't say that. We're not engaged or married or anything. But it gets talking about accepting drinks when you're in a relationship, when you're out like that. Because if I'm out at a bar and I'm with girlfriends and people offer a drink, like now that I'm married, regardless, even if you're just in a relationship, you know, what do you do in that situation? Because you want to be like, oh, the intent. The sure. intent from the other person the is motives. probably they're interested and they're trying to strike up a conversation. Yeah, and I don't want to give anybody any false hopes. Right. Uh, so here, so to answer that question, what do you do when somebody sends you a drink and you're with somebody already? So I've, I've got my wife on the line. Chloe, morning show producer, got her on. Hey, you there? Hey. Hey, so you know the chime time. If a cutie were to buy me a drink from across the bar, even though I was taken, is it okay for me to accept it? Well, is it a guy that bought you a drink? Or- <laughs> no. I was just going to say a girl. A girl. It's a girl. Well, no. No, you're not accepting that. Sorry. Okay. E- even no. if I accepted it and I went over to the girl and I said, hey, I really appreciate this. You know, I am taken. I, that's why I've got this ring. Uh, 
I mean, hypotheticals suck, and you don't even drink alcohol, so <laughs> I know, right? But we got it wrong anyway. That's not the question. Back All right, in okay, the day. so I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You wouldn't like it. All so right. I don't like it. How All about right. that? That's my that's Absolutely. my answer. I don't think it's okay. If I got a drink from a guy across the bar, would you be okay with it? No, no, you're 100 percent right. right about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I gotta go. All right, I love you. K ninety two three. Good morning. Good morning, Abby. How are you? What's up? All right. So, uh, who's this? Where are you calling from? This is John from Claremont. Ooh, Good nice. morning. Okay, so what's your opinion when somebody buys you a drink and you take it? But if someone was to buy me a drink and I'm in a relationship now in 19 years, I would accept the drink and then I would probably immediately return the favor, buy that person a drink, and hand deliver it and say I appreciate the gesture. I'm in a relationship, so I'd like to return the favor and buy you a drink. And- wow, I like that. Oh, that's class. Yeah. That's like a Bruce Wayne move. I know, because then that's, it is kind of awkward. Saying, that's, I think that's proper, because if you deny it, then the person feels like, you know, uh, they denied my drink, but yeah. I'm going to return the same compliment to you and let you know that I'm in a relationship. Good Very stuff, nice. brother. Yeah, I like that a lot. Thank you for sharing that with us. Have a great morning. You, you too. Ken, out of two, three, good morning. Hey, good morning. This is Karen. I was calling for the chime time. Karen, you're in a relationship and somebody sends over a drink to you. Do you accept it? Personally, I wouldn't, but we had a different situation where someone offered my husband a drink and I was standing right there. What'd you do? I just kind of looked at her and she said, oh, is that your husband? Is it okay if I buy him a drink? I'll buy you one too. So then we said yes. Score. But like what goes on yeah, in people's minds? I don't I don't get it. Why would anybody want to buy somebody a drink that knows they're in a relationship? You know what I mean? I don't know. It was it was his birthday, so I think they were just trying to be nice, but then they were they saw me standing there and they're like, Oh, you want one too? I was like, Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> You're like, um yeah. Yeah. It it worked great. We ended up getting like four drinks from these girls. They were so nice and we just had a nice time. It was fun. Hey, I mean, well, that is nice. And you so you do sometimes have to give the benefit of the doubt. I just yeah. feel like I'm so protective. Well, if I wasn't there, it would have been different. But because I was standing right there and they asked me, we took it. If totally. he had taken it without me being there, it would have been a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> That was another Obie and Ashley episode, and we appreciate you for your time, the friends and family that you've shared this podcast with. I mean, now we're heard all over the world. And if you wanted more, we have our Obie and Ashley unfiltered podcast. You may have some passionate language in there and a lot of content that we just don't have time to cover on the show. So that's the Obie and Ashley unfiltered podcast and one last message with a ton of genuineness. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with us. Hootie hoo!